Well, this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad in it. I hope you're rejoicing today regardless of your circumstances. This is the day the Lord has made for us. The Lord Jesus is alive. Every day is a resurrection day because Jesus is alive and He is united to us and He is in us. And He who began a good work will complete it in Christ Jesus God bless you on this Wednesday night. It was wonderful for us to be together. We had a good group on Sunday. Now we'll be coming up, I know, on 4th of July weekend. And I know this will be a great time for us to be praying for revival and awakening in America and around the world. And I thank you for doing that with me. These are sobering but exciting days to see God at work. And I hope that you are doing that. Now this coming week on Sunday... The students will come back to Sunday school, Bible study. So everyone will be back, all ages, all the way from our little children, bed babies, all the way through our senior adults and our students and all of our children. And it'll be a great time. We still have room in the worship center. Come on back, First Baptist Church. Come on back. We hope to see you there for our services in these transition days during the summer. Sunday mornings, uh, remember, 9 o'clock and 11. Our Bible studies, 9.30, 10.30. That gives us a chance to uh, have everything together as we uh, continue to move along in these days. And I am so glad that you are coming. And I hope you have your copy of God's Word tonight because we continue to discuss together and think about and consider the topic of Revive Us Again in our personal lives. You know, we need personal revival every day. We need to be revived by the power of God every day. Life is hard. Circumstances are tr troublesome and difficult. We need the reviving power of God. Tonight, we go now to a very hard subject. We go now to the heart of why we need revival. Tonight, we talk about the importance of dealing and eliminating and removing and living with self-denial rather than self-love. So I'd like for you to take your copy of God's Word, if you will, and find your place in Luke chapter 9. Luke chapter 9, we'll be, begin reading at verse number 23. And we'll read through verse number 27. The Lord Jesus has just done another amazing miracle, the feeding of the 5,000. And as he's done this work of feeding of the 5,000, he finishes and has some very important words to say. For, for one of the first times, he now reveals uh, to his disciples that he must die on the cross, that he must deny himself completely, humble himself to the will of God and die on the cross for the sins of mankind. He says, beginning in Luke 9, 22, Luke 9:22 The son of man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised up on the third day. And he was saying to them all, if anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake, he is the one who will save it. 
For what is a man profited if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him when he comes in his glory and the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. But I say to you, truthfully, there are some of those standing here who will not taste death until they see the kingdom of God. Heavenly Father, we thank You for Your Word. We thank You for this blessed opportunity. It is a privilege for us to pause in the middle of the week to look at Your Word, to gather together in fellowship. Though we're not together physically, we are together by Your Spirit and in spirit with one another. May the words of the Lord Jesus go across this technology and touch and pierce the hearts of everyone listening tonight and in the days ahead as they listen to this. And Lord, may it be a time for us to deal with our greatest enemy, ourself. Holy Spirit, be our teacher now. In Jesus' name again, we pray. Amen. So tonight, our focal truth that we'll come to tonight, based on really my comments, we'll focus primarily on verse number 23, but also on verse 24 a little bit. Our focal truth tonight is this. Spiritual revival comes in self-denial. Spiritual revival comes in self-denial. Oh, we have to deal with something, my dear friends. It never goes away, this side of heaven. Me, myself, and I. That's what I have to do. I have to deal with me, myself, and I. You have to deal with me, myself, and I. Well, when the Lord was laying out and giving the demands clearly for what it will be for us to follow Him, He says here very clearly, if anyone, whoever chooses to follow Me, first, he must deny himself. So I have some questions for you tonight as we begin. I know they're personal questions, but they help us to get started in the right way. And it shows us and reveals the need for personal revival and dealing with our self-love. Here's my first question. Have you discovered during these days of pandemic and interruption and trouble and all the rest, have you discovered the presence of self-centeredness in your life? Have you recognized, my, I'm, I'm rather self-centered. I, I, I'm a self-centered person. I'm a selfish person. It's hard to, it's hard to admit, isn't it? But have you noticed it? Just in the, the, the things that are going on, it, what it's caused, the, the push it's caused in your life. Have you recognized uh, the presence of self-centeredness in your life? Another question I would ask you along that line is this, do you think of yourself as a selfish person? I remember one time my mother was talking to one of my sisters and said, Mike is a selfish boy. And you know, it hurt my feelings, but it is the truth. I always have a challenge with self and so do you. We all are selfish people, but have you really considered how selfish you are and you can be? Uh, another question that goes along with it is this. How about, how about emotions these days? Anger, frustration, short tempers impatience, um, all these emotions. Are, are a lot of these emotions that you're experiencing right now symptoms of your self-centeredness and your self-love? 
Well, I think they are in my life and I think they are in yours. So we have to grapple with self every day. And in order for us to have personal revival, we must learn this lesson. The Lord Jesus makes it very clear. Oh, I want you to hear me. If you call yourself a follower of Jesus, if you say you're saved, hear what the Lord says here. The Lord Jesus says that all real Christians are self-deniers. All real Christians are self-deniers. That's why our focal truth tonight is this. Spiritual revival comes in self-denial. I am revived as I say no to myself and deny myself. And that's quite a big challenge. Well, I have several observations for you tonight, three of them, that come from these verses. First of all, let's read again Luke 9.23. The Lord says very clearly, these words are to all of us who would follow Jesus and anyone who chooses in the future to follow Jesus. If anyone wishes to come after me, he must, he must, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Well, my first observation is this, the demand for self-denial. The demand for self-denial. So the Lord gives us some standards by which we must understand what it looks like to follow Jesus. If I'm going to follow Jesus, I must turn to Him. I must, as we learn, Paul tells us, if you will confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. We affirm and we call upon, we believe that the Lord Jesus is alive by faith. We believe that He died for us on the cross and we call Him Lord and we affirm that He is now the boss of our life regardless of what circumstances He sends into our life. And so now we read these words, if anyone wishes to come after me. This is, this is the demand. If you want to come after me, here's the standard. Here's my demand, the Lord Jesus says. He must deny himself. He must deny himself. Oh, my friends, there is a persistence in the pride of life. It seems like it's like weeds that are that are here and we get rid of them and they come back. It is, it comes back. It is a part of it's a part of our natural man, it's a part of our old self. The persistence of the pride of life. Whoever wishes to save his life, the Lord Jesus said in verse 24, will lose it. You see, that's what self-love is. It's trying to save my life. It's trying to save myself. Are you trying to say you're a follower of Jesus, but you're saving yourself? Well, the Lord makes this clear. If you're going to follow me, you must deny yourself. You see, self-love produces self-salvation. If I'm going to love myself, I'm going to save myself. See, self-love has no respect for God or others. The only one that matters is myself. You see, self-love is self-conceit. Self-conceit. It's the pride of life. It is I am proud of myself and no one else. Self-love is self-conceit. It's the world's way. That's the world's way. That's what we learned growing up. Everything matters. Look out for yourself as we're taught at an early age. Self-love chokes the life that we have in the Spirit. It chokes it down. When we are all caught up in our own ways, we don't look to the Spirit's ways. We saw it last week. 
The spirit resists the flesh, the flesh, the spirit. What drives our flesh? Self. Self-centeredness, self-preservation, self-love, self and pride. Well, 2 Timothy 3.1 tells us in the last days, difficult times will come. We're living in some of those these days, aren't we? We've had other difficult days. We have these difficult days. In the last days, difficult times will come. Men will be lovers of self. People are captivated and caught up in loving themselves today. The, the, what, are, what are some of the marks of self as Lord? Let's think of it that way. You see, if there's a demand that I must deny myself, I must recognize that self is on the throne and is Lord. Years ago, we used to use a little track and we'd show people the circle with a throne on it and self on the throne. That's what's going on in the world today. Self is on the throne. And so what are some of the marks of, uh, under this first uh, point, this observation about demands for self-denial? What are some of the marks of self-love as Lord? Well, there's no control over our desires. We just want more and more and more. Uh, there's impatience with others who do things that we don't like when self is Lord. When self is Lord, we look for, for salvation that requires no sacrifice. We want it the easy way. Uh, when self is Lord, we are self-promoting and we desire the praise of others and we get upset when we aren't praised. We get upset when we're not, have you heard this these days? Respected as we should be. But you see, self is Lord. Those are the kinds of things that are true. But the Lord Jesus says in His demand here that we must deny ourself. You must deny yourself to be a true Christian. Maybe nobody's ever said that to you. You must say no to yourself. You must deny yourself to be saved. What does it mean to deny yourself? Well, you renounce yourself. You now come to the Lord Jesus and say, I don't matter anymore. You matter. I renounce my self-centeredness and my self-love. Denying self means to reject yourself. I'm not important anymore. Whatever happens to me is secondary. It's first God and then it's my neighbor. I don't matter. I'm renouncing and rejecting myself as important. And you disregard yourself. You don't work on things that somehow take care of you all the time and arrange these things and motivate things and manipulate things. No, you, you, you disregard yourself. Frankly, you hate yourself. You hate yourself in comparison to loving the Lord. Here's what the Lord said, these hard words, but they're good words, John 12, 25. John 12, 25. He who loves his life loses it. You love your life? Do you love your life? Or do you love the Lord? He who loves his life loses it, and he who hates his life in this world will keep it to eternal life. So the first principle is very hard. I could spend the whole time on this. I've spent a lot of time here. Here's the demand of the Lord Jesus. I'm reading it here in the Word of God. If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself. Secondly, second observation, is the daily death of self. We got to keep doing this with ourselves. It's so persistent. What did Paul say? We must take the, what did he say? Take up your cross daily. If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take 
up His cross daily. They all knew what a cross was. We know what a cross is. Cross is an instrument of death. You take up your cross. I don't take yours up. You don't take up mine. I have my own cross upon which self must be killed daily. I must die daily. Listen to Paul's words. It's famous. Galatians 2.20. Many of you have memorized it on this Wednesday night crowd. I've been crucified with Christ and it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me and the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. I have been crucified with Christ. And I no longer live, Christ lives in me. How about this one? Romans 8.13, you know it also. If you live by the Spirit, you are putting to death. Present tense, you are putting to death the deeds of the body and you will live. You see, revival comes in my life when I renounce my self-centeredness and I die to myself. I ask the Holy Spirit of God to help me renounce myself, reject myself, disregard myself, and hate my self-centeredness and my selfish way of living. The Lord Jesus said, Matthew 10, 38, He who does not take his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Maybe I should read that again. Like a lot of us want to do, we want to tie our self-love to our Christ love, our love for God. But you can't do that. You have to die to yourself. You have to die to loving yourself, taking care of yourself, self-pride and self-love. And the Lord said, Matthew 10, 38, He who does not take his cross and follow after me, he's not worthy of me. You see, you're only worthy to be a follower of the Lord Jesus when you take up your cross and say, I must today renounce myself and my own self-love and selfish ways and self-pride and self-arrogance. I must renounce it and follow the Lord Jesus in humility of life and deny myself. you got to do it every day. Third observation is the daily desire of self-denial. See, it's strange in this verse. First, we have this demand for self-denial. Then we have the death to self. But then we have this desire. Look at this. And follow me. Let me read it. If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and here's the desire of self-denial. I want to follow Jesus. Do you truly want to follow the Lord Jesus? Do you want to be like the Lord Jesus? Do you desire to be like your Lord? Do you desire to follow Him? Well, you see, we serve Christ in self-denial. John 12, 26. These words are important. If anyone serves me, he must follow me. So I want to serve the Lord, but I want to do it loving myself. It'll never happen. You have to die to yourself. You have to face the demand of the Lord Jesus and say, I can no longer be a selfish person. If I'm going to serve Jesus, everybody else is before me and the Lord is supreme and first above all. We follow Christ in complete surrender of our priorities. We follow Him in the complete surrender of our priorities. Look, that means everything in your business. That means everything with your children and grandchildren. That means everything in your family. That means everything in your personal desires. We put it all on the table. We lay it all out. When we follow the Lord Jesus, we completely surrender our priorities. Luke 9, 61. Here's some people that were wanting to follow the Lord, but they had an excuse. They wouldn't lay down all of their things. Listen, 
I'll follow you, Lord, but first permit me to say goodbye to those at home. Look, I, I want to follow you, but, but I got to go home and say goodbye. I, I want to just make it right. No, no. When you follow the Lord Jesus, you turn and you surrender and you reject and you refuse self and all of the self things that you used to go with. That's what it means to follow Jesus. I'm going to say it again. The Lord Jesus reminds us that all real Christians are self-deniers. If you're saved, you are a self-denier. Luke 14, 26, If anyone comes to me, the Lord Jesus said, and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Oh, where is your love for God compared to your love for yourself? That's the standard. The standard is clear. There's a demand for self-denial. There is a uh, daily death to ourself, which must take place every day. You've got to get on the cross and die. There is a daily desire for self-denial. We want revival, but what blocks it? Yourself. Your selfishness. Your self-centeredness. Paul said about the Lord Jesus, what did He do? He was telling His disciples here, I'm going to have to die on the cross. They were hearing this. And what does Paul say later in Philippians 2? That great hymn that the early church would sing, describing the sacrifice of the Lord. He emptied Himself and He humbled Himself. The Lord Jesus is our, most, is our supreme example of self-denial. If I'm going to be like Jesus, I must deny myself. So again, these three observations. The demand for self-denial. If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself. Number two, the daily death of self. Take up your cross daily. Number three, the daily desire of self-denial. Take up your cross daily and follow me. Follow Jesus. Oh, my friend, follow Jesus. Don't follow the world. Don't follow your selfish desires. Don't follow what your wife or your husband wants you to do. Don't follow what your kids and grandkids, your jobs. Follow the Lord Jesus. As a Christian, I follow Jesus. I am a follower of Jesus. Well, what things do we need to remember tonight as we're finishing up? Well, I just have a couple of them for you. And I want you to listen carefully to these applications in these things to remember. Number one, and this is important to know, he that knows himself best loves himself least. He who knows himself best loves himself least. Look, the longer you walk with God and you allow Him to open up to you the deceitfulness of your heart and the darkness and wickedness of your old natural flesh, it flares up all the time. You want to lust. You want to desire. You want to think secret things and sins. You see, he who knows himself best loves himself the least. I want the Lord to get rid of this old stuff in my life every day. The second thing is this, self-seeking desires everything for our own glory and satisfaction. If you're being selfish today, you want it all for you. You must renounce and crucify your selfishness to have revival. Also, self-denial, number three, puts on... The new self in Christ. You see, I become a new person when I'm in Christ and I renounce the old self and I put on the new. Paul talked a lot about the old self and the new self. We die to the old self, we put on the new in Christ. Ephesians 4.24, put on the new self. When you got saved, there's a new self. It's a new self. 
a, a sacrificial, humbled self submitting to the Lord Jesus, following His example, desiring Him, praying. He says, Ephesians 4.24, Put on the new self which is in the likeness of God and it has been created in righteousness and holiness of the truth. So first, he that knows himself best loves himself least. Seeking selfish things makes everything rotate around us, but self-denial puts on the new self in Christ. And another thing, watch for self-deceit. You see, you're going to think I'm really looking at myself, but oh, the heart is deceitful, my friend. Watch for self-deceit about your selfishness. Paul says, 1 Corinthians 10, 12, Let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. Oh, you might be, don't be proud about your spiritual condition. Watch out, watch yourself. Your heart will trick you. Another thing, daily self-examination leads to self-denial. So what I must do is turn the Word of God and allow the Holy Spirit to every day like a mirror show me my selfishness, my self-love. Lamentations 3.40. We don't often quote it, but it's a wonderful verse. Lamentations 3.40. Let us examine and probe our ways and let us return to the Lord. you got to probe your heart. you got to look what's really inside of you. Self-examination daily leads to self-denial. That's part of crucifying yourself. And the last thing I'd say to you in application is this. Many know much, but few know themselves. Many know much, but few know themselves. So what do I have for you for daily use? Well, just a couple of things. Number one, admit and confess to God your obsession with yourself. Go ahead and do it. That's how revival comes. You've got to confess and admit to God every day. You are obsessed with yourself. That's your obsession. Yourself. It's keeping you from a relationship, a powerful relationship with God. Secondly, seek yourself in Christ. Yourself is, what did Paul say? Colossians 3, 3. Your life is hidden with Christ in God. Third, rest in God's care for you regardless of your circumstances. It doesn't matter if I've renounced myself. I'm in Christ. The Lord will take care of me and do what I need. And finally, live in the Spirit and you will not practice self-love. Galatians 5.16, walk by the Spirit and you will not fulfill and carry out the desire of the flesh. Well, here it is. If anyone wishes to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake, he is the one who will save it. Heavenly Father, may my brothers and sisters learn today that all true followers of Jesus deny themselves, are self-deniers, and all those who deny themselves live again in revival power. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, if you have a spiritual need, please let me know. Email us, call us. We'd love to talk to you about any spiritual needs you have these days. Pray for revival. Pray for revival in our church around the world and also for awakening. Oh, come on back, church. Come on back. Even on the holiday weekend, come on back. The students will be back. Everyone will be back in Sunday school. It will be a great time of worship. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. I'll see you Sunday. God bless you.